بالله من شرور من يهده الله الدلاء ومن يضلل نشهد أن لا إله إلا الله ونشهد أننا وحبيبنا وحبيب ربنا وطبيبنا وطبيب قلوبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم اللهم إني أسألك حبا وحب من يحب حب عملي يفضلني إلى حب قال عليه السلام مولا يا صلي وسلم دائما أبا حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم فموسس علماء فكت ألد We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his innumerable favors of salawat and salutation and needed. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the ability of peace, to please him at all, and to be in his obedience and to protect us from all forms of the topic that has been located for today is aspect pertaining to al-Masjid al-Aqsa al-Mubarak. The love for Masjid al-Aqsa is next to the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning that in order for us to acquire the love of Allah ta'ala, we are required to uphold the tenets of love and the rules of love. So let us see, inshallah, how having love for that which is beloved to Allah Ta'ala and that which is close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala in terms of its sanctity can give us the love of Allah Rabbul Alameen. Because one of the objectives and the priorities of life is for us to develop, cultivate, and preserve the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. In the ayat of the Quran, Sharif, the verse of the Quran in Surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ That those who have true belief, the upholders of faith, they have intense love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala has characterized a believer's iman and faith through his love and through his affinity and truth. And therefore we find that there is an interrelation between iman and faith, between love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and between a'mal and good deeds. So another Ayah and verse of the Quran Al-Kareem informs us that وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ فَيَجْعَلُوا لَهُمُ الرَّحْمَانُ وُدَّةِ Those who possess Iman, the believers, وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And they are consisted upon good deeds فَيَجْعَلُوا لَهُمُ الرَّحْمَانُ وُدَّةِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates for them an environment of love, an environment of commonality, and an environment of friendliness and conducive. So these and other ayat and verses of the Quran Al-Kareem where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given expression to the aspect of divine love. In certain ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a direct expression. And go towards good deeds. Activate yourself towards virtue. Why? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has love for those who are those who strive for good. So therefore we understand that this aspect of love and mahabba is something that drives action and it drives change. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants the believers to live within an environment of action, of virtue, of rectification, of confession, of recognition of Allah's greatness and of all those attributes that ultimately evolve and give a person the divine love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Kareem sallallahu underlined and highlighted this priority, this spiritual goodness of a person who possesses the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a dua. Allahumma, O Allah, ij'al hubbaka ahabba al-ashya'i ili. Wa'ad of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are the true treasures and the gems of this world. If we want to be truly wealthy, then learn the du'as of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Internalize 
these beautiful supplications, we, we, we will become the truly wealthy people. This is the wealth that Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allahumma ja'al hubbaka. Oh Allah, make your love the most beloved thing to me from everything that I love and desire. The thing that must have the foremost presence in my heart must be your love and your muhabbat, your proximity and your recognition. So in order for us to be able to create this, to develop this, to nurture this, it has to be a method, it has to be a format, it has to be a formula. And this is the beauty of Deenul Islam, this is the beauty of the Quran Al-Kareem, and this is the beauty of Nabi Karim Sallallahu teachings, that every command and things that we have been asked to do are substantiated and supported with a method, with a strategy, with a formula, with a format. Allah Ta'ala did not ask us just to be obedient and left it to us to decide or to figure out how to be obedient. Allah Ta'ala granted us the plan of action, but how you actually become an obedient servant and what you need to do and what are the qualities and attributes that you need to develop and acquire for you to become a pious servant, a friend of Allah Subhanahu So Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam through his beautiful teaching and his du'as there were a group of young men who went up to a sheikh, a mentor and asked him a question which young people ask and maybe the more not so young like us also would like to know the answer. Give us a shortcut to Allah Subhanahu Today everything works in a mode of concise application. Everything is abridged. We want the shortest way to some. We want a shortcut to some. The most important shortcut that we require is how do we reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the quickest and easiest possible. So the Shaykh advised these young people, this is the hikmah and the wisdom of those who are the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who possess the wisdom to guide people. One is you tell a person this is a very long road. You know, to get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is very high, Allah is very great. But the encouragement is always to make things easy for people. And it is easy if we want to acquire it. So he advised them that if you really want to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you want to bring the spiritual divine friendship, then attach yourselves to the supplications and the du'as of Nabi Karim And this will be your spiritual journey. This will catapult you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's closeness and friendship very quickly. And it is a separate subject matter on its own. How du'a, how supplication, how seeking from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures through the words of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives a person that proximity so quick. But nonetheless, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave us a format of acquiring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbaka, oh Allah, I ask. We need to become seekers. If we want something, we have to ask. And some of us will say, no, but I'm a person of my izzah, I don't ask. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not called upon us to ask from people. But as'aluka. Oh Allah, I'm asking you. Develop the habit of being a beggar, of being a seeker, of being a wanter from none other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is such a guru. That is a word that is known as guru. Treasure. It's a gem. A secret. That only the person who possesses the secret, this formula, who internalizes it, who realizes it, understands its benefit. May Allah ta'ala make us all beggars from Allah. Allah ma'inni as'aluka. Oh Allah, Nabi Sallam is teaching us. I ask of you. Maangne wala mahroob nahi A beggar, the one who truly seeks from Allah, he is never deprived. There is no deprivation in the court of Allah. There can be deprivation in this world, in front of whoever. A leader, a king, a wealthy person, someone who we have some hope and expectation from. But in the court of Allah Taala, there is no deprivation and there is no rejection. Allahumma inni asaluka hubba. Oh Allah, I am asking of you your love. Ask for the love of Allah. Seek it, fire it, desire it, activate ourselves towards it, mobilize. 
have this hope, that I have made this supplication, beautiful fine point that I read somewhere. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give a person a certain bounty, He gives that person the tawfiq and the ability to ask. So merely by asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something is already a sign that Allah gave you the ability. It's not my ability, it's not my intellect, it's not my knowledge. It's Allah who gave me that ability to ask for that bounty because Allah wants to bestow me with that bounty. Because it's Allah's system and rule. Ud'uni astajib lakum. Ask me and I will give you. The Nabi sallallahu says, ask for the love of Allah. Wahubba may yuhibbu. Ask for the love of those who possess the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here Nabi sallallahu is showing association. But if you desire something, you want something, you've got to go to those who associate and those who possess that bounty and that ni'mah. Those who are the lovers of Allah. Those who have understood and recognized Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Grant me their love and grant me their association. And grant me such ability, such actions, such ways that will ultimately let me realize your love. Subhanallah, what a beautiful format, what a formula. What more can we ask for from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And in this everything is included. Everyone that is beloved to Allah, all the Anbiya salam, all the pious personalities, all the true servants of Allah, and everything that is beloved to Allah, the sacred places, the sacred lands, the sacred landmarks, everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared beloved and said. Such a jami and comprehensive Rabbi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us this form to develop and cultivate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam gives us further guidance. A companion comes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mata sa'a ya Rasulullah. When is Qiyamah going to come? Very topical question. We all want to know. End of time. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam diverts his attention from his question. What preparation have you made for Qiyamah that you want to talk about Qiyamah? And you're asking about this event. Have you prepared for it? His companion was a simple person. He had the love for deen. He, said he was honest. He was frank. Says, Ya Rasulullah, I haven't prepared for Qiyamah in any big way. I'm not one of those very pious people. I'm an ordinary Muslim. I don't have a lot of optional salah and fasting and sadaqah to my account. Walakin, Ya Rasulullah, there's one thing I can tell you. I have this ardent love for Allah and His Rasul in my heart. That's what I can do. Salam was spontaneous in his response. You will be with who you love. A man will be with whosoever his heart is with. This is a point of reflection and a warning and a glad tidings. Let us make sure our hearts are in the right place. The matter of the heart, my dear friend. Heart has to be in the right place. Heart has to be with the right love us to ultimately be with those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to this aspect of love for the sacred place why do our hearts cry out for Baytullah what is it what is the attraction Baytullah the house of Allah every masjid in the world Masjid al-Aqsa al-Mubarak Masjid al-Nabawi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Baytullah it is the house of Allah it is the place of Allah it is the house of love the house of character it is the house of belief it is the house of purification it is the house of all those attributes that a true believer could aspire for and possess Allah Ta'ala did not commission the construction of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak 40 years after the construction of Baytullah Kaabatullah by random selection but it was by pure design and wisdom of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that this masjid will be located in this strategic position in the world because it has a pivotal central role to play in the annals of 
who will come here, who will reside here, who will propagate the oneness of Allah from here. The Mi'raj will be a point of reference as far as Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak for eternity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the Mi'raj such that it was from Masjid to Masjid, masjid to Masjid. This gives us a very important lesson that our life should evolve around the importance of the Masjid. As long as a person remains Attached to the masjid, we will always be guided. We will always find alignment. We will always find that. Inna al-masajid lillah. The masjid, the masajid are the houses of Allah. They belong to Allah. They contain the guidance of Allah. The masjid is the center for guidance. It is a center of love. It is a house of love. It is a place where a person finds his true self. We have to look at the process. When a person approaches a masjid, he cannot merely come as he goes to any other ordinary place. There is a process. A person has to enter the masjid in a state of spiritual and physical purification. His heart has to be cleansed of everything besides Allah. He cannot be ascribing partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and enter the masjid because the masjid is reserved for the oneness of Allah. For those who pray to one Allah. And he has to complete his ablution. The person makes ablution when we're making wudu. It is an expression of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this forehead that I'm going to place in prostration to you and these limbs that are going to go into prostration to you, I am cleaning them. I am washing them. I am trying to purify them externally. And I can reach that far. I can wash my face. I can wash my hands. I can wash my limbs. But can I wash my heart? Who will wash the heart? That is the center of purification. I come into the masjid, that is where I will find the purification. Of and this is what our entire deen and our journey of life is about. To find that purification, to find that character, to find that beauty, to find that inner constraint, to find that softness, find that character, that demeanor, to find the correct etiquette and manners. A person comes to the masjid and leaves but hasn't found a change or an impact in his ways and in his words and in his character. He leaves as he came. He came in bodily, but he did not present himself spiritually. Example, a person who takes a bath, a shower. It is impossible that a person takes a bath with water and he does not get clean. Why? Because he's there physically with his body. His body has to get clean if he takes a bath. But if a person comes to the masjid with his body clean and his heart is not present, it means that he did not fulfill the requirement for the washing of He was not present. So he will be regarded physically present, but spiritually and internally absent. Allah wa ta'ala has given us these masajid and these centers of love. So we may develop this quality. We may be able to cultivate these attributes. Nurture them. That we are able to become good people, well-mannered people, people of character and akhlaq. And that is what the holy lands and the holy places represent. That is the role that they play. So loving Baytullah, loving Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak, loving Masjid Al-Nabawi is an expression of the love of Allah. So there's three things that we can do. Number one, if a person wants to truly acquire the friendship of Allah Taala, which is the essence of our life, for a short while every day, even if it is three minutes, ponder and reflect deeply over the bounties of Allah. If we reflect over what Allah has done for us, as we mentioned earlier, we don't complain for Allah. We acknowledge Allah. We recognize Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's favors. That no matter who we are, but Allah Taala has not taken His favors away from us. Allah has not deprived us. Allah has not judged us on our actions and the way that we have conducted ourselves with Allah So if we want to complain, when we complain about ourselves, that we have been unfaithful, Allah has not moved away. We have stepped aside. Allah has not distanced Himself from us. We 
after reflection realize that we have distanced ourselves from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is the complaint and that is the confession. That is why the masjid is a place of confession and it's a place of affirmation. Affirmation, takbir. Every salah starts with takbir. Allahu Akbar. Salah is incomplete, invalid without takbir What is that expression? What is that confession? Oh Allah, there is no one greater than you. You are the greatest. And if Allah is the greatest and Allah is a possessor of greatness, then who am I? How can I claim greatness? Where do I find that courage to think great of myself? To think something of myself, to think high of myself, to think insignificant of others, to think low of others, to regard others as lesser than me. That is greatness, that is pride, that's arrogance. Allahu Akbar. Salah completes salam. This is the house. We've come here to learn peace. We need peace. We cannot continue in the way that we are continuing. It's not healthy for us. Not physically, not mentally, not emotionally, and not spiritually. We cannot be carrying the baggage that we carry, the stress that we carry, the tension that we carry, the toxins that we carry. Got to detoxify. That's why Allah has given us sacred place. When we go to the ultimate place of sanctity and purification, Masjid al-Haram, Masjid al-Nabawi, if we are not there, then we are here. Let us learn the lessons of recognition of Allah Taala. The lessons of peace that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's house gives in between us. Just look at Surah Fatiha, there's so much to all praises for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one is shukr and gratitude to Allah ta'ala. Ponder and reflect over Allah's favors. The love of Allah will develop in our heart and we will begin to recognize and appreciate the favors of Allah and we will no longer complain. Number two, develop the habit to remember Allah, to recognize Allah, to acknowledge Allah. To feel Allah, to see Allah, Bikrullah, Bikran Kathir. That's the second. The third way that a person mobilizes himself towards all forms. Of the masjid represents that. Masjid teaches every form of activism. Every form of activism comes from our salah. It comes from the masjid. This mobilization that we are seeing of the ummah for the cause of Gaza, it emanates from the lessons of the masjid. As much as Masjid Al-Aqsa is the focal point, but the mobilization is from every community so much more make us his true lovers and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to take the full benefit that Allah has kept in the house of the house of if we come here we must leave empowered we must leave with love we must leave with peace we must leave with forgiveness we must leave with everything that the house of Allah